Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Use Guys and That podcast. You can find us across all podcatchers, and our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook is at UseGuysPod. Email us at info at useguyspod.com or useguysandthat at gmail.com. You can find our entire podcast library at useguysandthat.podbean.com. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we had a listener uh, email us. It was very exciting. Uh, we've got the whole gang here today on top of that. It's very exciting. So Brent from the state of Washington, deep behind enemy lines in the People's Soviet Socialist Republic of Washington, emailed in and said, what's up? Uh, he lives in the state of Washington and uh, uh, comrade in sleazy. That's when he calls the governor <laughs> has followed California shutdown bullshit because he's a mindless fool. We can't confirm he is. Uh I think we need to start talking about jury nullification. I know the Constitution is pretty much a novelty item these days. You're absolutely right, Brent. A lot of restaurants have been threatened with criminal charges for staying open. Here's a good chance to radicalize people because, let's say, if someone does win, because jury nullification, that would be a strong message. Then if the state goes against the Constitution, we will have a lot of Republicans or conservatives reading about my Constitution. Those are his words, not ours. Just a thought. Thanks for reading and happy holidays. Brent, first of all, thank you for fucking listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you for writing into the show. Super duper appreciate it. So uh, jury nullification, this is something that most of us have heard of before. So we're going to go through a little, uh, some information before we get started, okay? So a trial jury is supposed to serve only as a fact finder. That is to evaluate the veracity of witnesses and the strength of evidence presented at trial. Then apply the law to that evidence in order to reach a verdict. The jury isn't supposed to decide what the law is or what it should be. Disagreement with a law, sympathy for a victim, feelings about a particular crime, or distaste for like a defendant isn't supposed to prevent a jury from following the law and making a dispassionate evaluation of the defendant's guilt or innocence. Jury nullification occurs when a trial, when a trial jury reaches a verdict that is contrary to the letter of the law because the jurors either, one, disagree with the law under which the defendant is prosecuted, or believe that the laws shouldn't apply to the case at hand. How jury nullification works. Jury nullification takes place when jurors acquit a defendant who is factually guilty because they disagree with the law is written. For example, during Prohibition, you know, when this stupid country decided to tell people they weren't allowed to drink alcohol, it happened. I know some of you youngsters don't know what happened, but it happened. Uh, juries who disagreed with alcohol control laws often acquitted defendants who had been caught red-handed smuggling alcohol. Jury nullification also occurs when a jury convicts a defendant because it condemns a defendant of his or his or her actions, even though the evidence at trial showed that he technically didn't break any law. For example, all white juries in the post-Civil War South routinely convicted black defendants accused of sex crimes against white women, despite minimal to zero evidence of guilt. In the modern era, jury nullification is most common in drug cases, which is huge. It's really important. It's an incredible weapon that we have. Some jurors refuse to convict on drug possession charges either because they believe in legalization or feel that the drug laws discriminate against certain groups, which is entirely true. Uh, the effect of jury nullification, uh, a jury verdict only decides the particular case before the court in that trial. It doesn't change the law, but a consistent pattern of acquittals for prosecutions for certain offenses can have the particular effect of invalidating a statute. In fact, a pattern of jury nullification and alcohol uh, prosecutions contributed to the adoption of the 21st Amendment, 
which repealed prohibition. Uh, do jurors get away with ignoring the law? Jury nullification has happened since the beginning of trial system and persists because of a number of idiosyncrasies in the legal system that are designed to protect the integrity of the jury process. The law limits the court's ability to inquire into jurors' motivations during or after a verdict. Jurors cannot be punished for their verdict, even if they reach it improperly. In addition, someone acquitted because of jury nullification cannot be tried again for the same crime because of the prohibition against double jeopardy. On the other hand, a conviction reached via nullification can be overturned on appeal or voided by a judge in some jurisdictions. So based on that, uh, you know, little slice of information for everybody, what uh, Brent is talking about is essentially is an open rebellion, let's say, because I know that there's a gym in New Jersey that's reaching into I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it's reached over a million dollars in fines from their communist governor uh finding this this new this gym in new jersey that's refusing to close because you know the people's livelihoods depend upon this business these small businesses are the lifeblood of the market that we enjoy and they're being crucified uh they can't get away with having doors closed they're not receiving the payment uh or the uh, what is it, the paycheck protection plan money like the catholic church received for example to the tune of 1.3 billion dollars or, or gavin newsom in california took like uh, what like six million of yeah yeah. yeah, for how many companies that uh, he had a hand in or some shit like that. It's yeah, so it like dirty. Sever- yeah, it's oh, it's it's so dirty. Uh, on top of the fact that since, you know, he's part of the government, his paycheck's guaranteed. So that's right. Yeah. None of them have missed a paycheck. Yeah, none of them. <laughs> no. Not a single Yikes. goddamn one of these motherfuckers. No, they didn't. Uh, and, you know, here's Some the thing. <laughs> I, I really I, I really appreciate. I know that uh, we all appreciate that uh, that question or that <laughs> topic. But here's the thing. Do if first of all, I know that uh, Angel was summoned to uh, jury duty, and I know that Brian recently was summoned to jury duty. Sup? And now here's I was back in October. You were back in October. Okay, so they're clearly ignoring the fact that we don't vote. So they're like, I think it's if you have a driver's license now, right? Yeah, like, they're oh, going. Really? I, I know in the state of yeah, they're going off the driver's license registry in the state of Ohio. You know. So. Whether or not you're registered to vote doesn't Fuck. matter. I thought that, that oh. dude, I've been like no bullshit. Like in the past, like damn six, seven years, I think I've probably been called up for jury duty at least four fucking times. What's happened each time? Only oh, there was only three of the four times never got called in. Mm-hmm. One of one of the times, which was like not this last time. But the time before mm-hmm. I actually had to go in there and I sat in the fucking court, like in the, the jury waiting room or whatever for yeah. half hour, 45 minutes. And they're like, oh, yeah, you guys can go now because the uh, the the defendant uh, entered into a plea bargain. So that was it. But, yeah, like it pisses every time I get it. I'm like, you mother fucking cocksuckers. Like, can't you pick somebody else? Like, I know people that have never been called up for jury duty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and like in, in the span of less than 10 years, I've been summoned four fucking times. Like, I'm about to just fucking show up in there like unbathed and really unkempt looking and just start <laughs> speaking in gibberish and tongues and shit. <laughs> but here's the question guys do we start taking this and michael malice had a great example once again talking about michael he uh was selected for a jury 
and uh, he openly told the, 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 you know, the judge and I think the prosecutor and the defense can, can ask you questions. That's, that's how I got kicked off a jury. They asked me questions and I didn't answer them appropriately, apparently. So I was removed. But he openly said, I'm an anarchist and I will vote to acquit on any nonviolent crime that, uh, you know, that, that, that you guys have. They kept him on. They kept him on the jury because really? they, they needed. He said that they needed bodies. They didn't give a fuck. They're like whatever. Jesus Christ. But, but you, have, <laughs> you have power though at that point in time, right? Because you need a unanimous uh, uh, jury to decide on something, right? You can you can be hopelessly deadlocked, and then it can be um, a mistrial, and maybe the person you know because the point that I'm trying to get a you know I, I guess in a way the important thing that comes from jury nullification is that you have the ability to save somebody from going to prison for a nonviolent crime. And of course I know what we're all talking about besides the point uh, that our listener was telling us about, we know what it is. It's drugs. You know what I mean? It's the drug war. It's people who are victims uh, of, of government policy and legislation that is absolutely atrocious. Maybe this is a good way for people to get involved in, you know, in a sense that, okay, listen, I don't vote. I don't believe in any of this shit, but I'm going to stop people from being thrown into a cage over a nonviolent crime. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I want to get your guys's take and then we can go through the list of horse shit that, that, uh, that those poor bastards up in Washington are dealing with. But I'll ki- I want to kick it over to Chris real quick and get his take. Um, I mean, I, I guess it would just be like, like, like the whole jury nullification thing. Like, I mean, it would be, it would, if you could get enough people to participate that like, but that, that right there would be the problem. I think is like, you're not going to get enough people that are going to be like, yeah, fuck this shit until, you know, once again, until something, I, I don't know, something drastic would have to happen. Like there'd have to be some way of organizing them. Um, I mean, it, a, a cool idea. Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Like, that'd be a great way to game the system, so sure. to speak. Um, I just don't, I just don't see enough people willing to go along with it without, I don't know, like, you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, how would you organize it? You know what I mean? Other than, other than doing like what we do and like broadcasting the signal and telling people that, but sure. like how exactly how effective is that going to be like unfortunately i mean like i said great great idea like i said because like that's just it like you know we got to find ways to game the system Mm -hmm. um especially you know when it comes to you know trumped up bullshit charges i mean just like whenever they you know make you know made drugs illegal and declared like the war on drugs it was like they just created a class of criminal overnight yep you know and, and and you know out of thin air just like Oof, you're a criminal now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, absolutely true. And, 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 but I mean, like I said, that'd just be like the hardest part is like getting enough people to be either organized or if just enough people got fed up to the point where they were like, you know, we're just going to fuck it up. You know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to be the monkey wrench in the gears right now. So fuck you guys. And I mean, it would be great, man. Like I would fucking, I would like. I'm not gonna lie, I'd love to see some shit like that. You know, especially like you said, when it comes to like all the the BS nonviolent fucking criminal. I mean, how many people are locked up in prison right now for nonviolent reasons? You know, yeah, like hundred percent. The, the the prison system is filled with that shit. I mean, 
kind of off topic here, but I mean, don't we have like like more prisoners like per capita than fucking China does? Correct. <laughs> like, that, that's correct. Land of the free. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like ridiculous. Percentage of free people. Yeah. It, <laughs> right. like, yeah. Like our prison systems, fucking ridiculous. Our our justice systems, fucked. It's like atrocious. Fuck from, from the fucking ground up, and, yeah, it, it and it's just like. Like the idea of jury nullification is cool. And I mean, like maybe I mean, maybe it would be one of those things where if you could get like a major case and and the jurors would, you know, like nullify the case, you know, through jury nullification and and, and the idea just spread like wildfire. But I mean, we're just like like my hope like is dwindling, like it has <laughs> been dwindling like for yeah. For years, but like over the course of this past year, like it, the amount of people that are just willing to just do what they're told it, is far too many. Man, there's Very not enough. There's not enough independent thinkers out there. There's not enough people willing to use critical thought process. Like there's there's just not. Uh, like I, like I, I try, I try, I try so hard to ever be the optimist, man. But it's like these last eight, nine, ten months, however long it's fucking been that we've been under war communism. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, Oh, it's like hard to my, keep that spark alive, man. It, it really it, is. It is right. Like, and it, it, and it's, it just grinds, just grinds at my soul. It's, I hear you. It's, uh, yeah, I believe me. I understand completely. Yeah. You so, know, I mean, yeah, like that's, like I said, I mean, that, that's pretty much my take, like cool idea. Like, It'd be awesome if, if you know, if we get, you know, people to start doing that. But right. but what's it going to take to to get that? You know what I well, mean? Like, and, and it would have to, like I said, like in order to really gain any sort of attention, like it would have to be like some sort of like landmark type of case. And and, and to top it all off, just like, I don't know, the, you know, the cathedral has really just been pumping out their message hard as of late and too many people are just willing to eat it up. I mean, like, it's like, yeah, like we've talked about is this before. Like if people don't see it on the news, they don't believe it. It's like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the problem is uh, for our uh, listener, Brent, and uh, I'll kick it over to you, Brian. Uh, the problem is, is that what, let's say that you're in rural Washington, because there's, there's a couple, there's two different sides of that state, right? two different states. Yeah. You, know, you have people that are in the Eastern portion, you know, who are regular human beings. And then you have full blown Marxists who are running around uh, Seattle. Uh, right. So what happens if you have a rural restaurant that's uh, in open defiance of his majesty's law and gets thrown into the docket? And, you know, what if that, okay, let's say that happens in the rural portion but who's to say that the prosecution's not going to move that to some place that's more friendly to people who are living in right. abject fear? Right. Yeah. yeah but it's not a jury of your peers, then. Like, no, it's not. But I mean, I wouldn't expect. No, but I mean, they've what? done that with how many police yeah, cases? Exactly. Where they move it. They True. move it out of that jurisdiction. In so order remain to remain neutral, fate. but it's like really you're yeah, remain neutral, my fucking asshole. Like they do it, <laughs> but, they move yeah. it someplace where they're gonna get a favorable result for themselves. Because they back the blue, baby. Right. Baby. I don't yeah, know. Back the blue. But, <laughs> fucking assholes. I think I mean, I don't know. I have to I really believe that if you're one person, like I can't wait to get selected again. I can't <laughs> wait. I really can't because I'm going to be that one guy. Like I don't Oh yeah, I'm excited. Everybody off. Because you know what, man, like that, it's the idea of that intellectual contagion. You know what? Maybe there's a room of 12 jurors and you work that jury room and you're like, listen, there's God. literally a play about it. Oh, is it that 12 <laughs> angry men one? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, it was a murder case, but it's still the same idea. 
Right. No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. No, go ahead, man. What do you think? I mean, I think, yeah, I don't think we're ever as a group going to have the amount of organization that the uh, system has. But I also feel like, I mean, it's been incredibly organized in the past. I mean, if you want to talk about the government as a whole, it's just like look at operations in other countries. You have the most highly trained people getting fucked over and just like stuck in these long ground conflicts. And it's just they're fighting farmers in the mountains of Afghanistan. They're fighting the Viet Cong in the jungle. And it's like they have the technological advantage. They have literal blank checks that they can write out for as much equipment and bodies as they need. But it's like they I mean, maybe they're not trying that hard and they just want to sustain this like long looking effort. I don't know. Or but maybe it really is. It's like they just couldn't fucking figure it out. Um, But the way I see it, it kind of actually applies to something we did in Vietnam. It was we would take composition B and put it into AK rounds. And then anytime they found an ammo depot or anything like that on a search and destroy mission, they'd take these fucking bullets and just dump them into the cache like randomly. So that way, if any of that shit got circulated around and used in firefights in the future, you'd have like one random person that they'd fire and their gun would just fucking explode. And it's like, it might not even kill the person, but it takes one gun out of the fight. And that's like, if you have one person and one jury, it doesn't even matter where it is. Like you create that shift in the balance other people are going to look at that and be like, Oh fuck. Like what the fuck just happened there? And it's like, it doesn't have to be this big major thing. It doesn't have to be this big organized thing. It's just to everybody else. It'll look like complete chaos. And maybe it is, but I think that's kind of the thing. It's the way we have to operate. It's like, you got to have a ton of irons in the fire. You can't look at any one way for a solution. It's like, we've got to be testing and trying all of this shit constantly. If we expect to get anywhere, because it's like, it's all we've got. And yeah, there may not be one surefire way, but it's like there has to be some kind of way to balance it. Even if the only thing you're doing is keeping hope alive, even if you're not getting the goals that you want, it's like as long as you're not where you were yesterday and you still have somewhere to go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that sounds really shitty because it's like that's not some big, beautiful, like fucking end dream, utopia, whatever, but it's a start. I don't know. Um, Fair enough. So I think about it like that. I don't think, I mean, and it would be cool if it were like a big, huge fucking case. And then you just had one guy that was like, or woman, whatever individual that threw it off and then changed the way that all these people see stuff. Because like, sometimes all it takes is that one person. And you're like, even if it doesn't hit you right away, like later on down the line, they're constantly thinking like, why was that person doing that? Why don't they just go along with what everybody else is doing? Why is it so hard for them to conform to this? And then it's like, well, how did I end up here? And then it's just constantly like the gears are turning Mm -hmm. and it's like, you're planting the seeds and who knows how long it'll take it to germinate or how big the crop's going to be, but you did something. So I guess that's all I can think about it. But I think that that's great. And I also think, you know, I understand where Christopher's coming from. And I think that one thing that we always have to keep in mind is we've mentioned it. I don't know how many times on this show, Jeremiah is right. We have a 1% chance. We have a 1% chance, but we've got to play that 1% chance. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't play, you're not going to get shit, but Hey, 1%, like, (laughs) I mean, it's better than nothing. Better than no percent. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So you're saying there is a chance. <laughs> yeah. But people, 
people look at that and they're like, you're crazy. And it's like, I mean, you gotta be kind of like, you gotta live defiantly. You have to live. Right. You know what I mean? So speaking of living defiantly, go on. And and I know we we usually don't like name places, but because I think they're doing actually applicable, Ooh, excuse me to what we're talking about. So are you guys familiar with the, the West theater at a Barberton? No, I'm not familiar. Um, okay. So like a theater slash bar, but anyways, um, they're defying the curfew order and openly. Oh, open, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, o- openly talking about it on Facebook. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read their post now. Mind you, this is their language. I'm reading their post verbatim, kind of coming from I guess from uh, y- your statist point of view. I guess we'll call it. But uh, they were like we. So they stayed. Apparently, they stayed open for like the football game. They stayed open till midnight and served alcohol till midnight. And they were like, we stood our ground last night and we're still here. No violations, no visits from anyone, not even a phone call. Wake up people the police are not enforcing the curfew, which I haven't really heard any cases in Ohio yet of police enforcing curfew. But um, we stayed up until midnight, showed the entire game while many bars closed. Why? Because of an unconstitutional curfew. We will stand our ground again next Monday for the Steelers versus Bengals game. And again, we will not close to the end of game. Come out and stand with us. Don't be scared. Stand for your rights and our rights as Americans. And then uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, here, here we go. I'm not going to name this person. I'll be kind enough to not name them. But then, of course, we got this one fucking Karen in, in the post that says, yeah. will not frequent your business. You're only helping to spread COVID. Maybe if people would follow the rules, this could be over. Disappointing. So disappointing. <laughs> fucking suck my dick. How right. Right. And, and, and welcome to the football game, then you stupid cunt. Well, it's called welcome right. to life. Life is a huge fucking disappointment. Get over it and live your life the best that you can and enjoy it because everything fucking <laughs> sucks. Life right. is a huge disappointment. Go fuck yourself, right. bitch. Like being alive <laughs> is North. like having a dick up your ass metaphorically. <laughs> like, yeah, like. Come on. Might as well spit on it and fuck back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You might as well. You might as well. That's great. That's great. That's a T. I got to write that down. That's a T shirt. (laughs) T shirt. (laughs) I got some. Christopher just keeps giving me fucking ideas, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I still have this one. You can't play Captain Savaho with the state. I still have that one. That's great. Um, good for them. I hope they keep it up. I love it that we've th- this this battle of Thermopylae is now being fought on uh, you know NFL Monday Night Football game. You know what I mean? We have decided, like you know, <laughs> right. it's here that we the Persians are going to die on Monday Night Football <laughs> here at the fucking hot gates of the West Theater in Barberton, <laughs> Ohio. God damn it! This Shout is out so to Paul B. Fucking Paul absurd. B. Down. Shout out to him. I'm gonna get him yeah. down there waving a black flag on top of the fucking building. How about that? Right. Here we go. He'll be he'll be the fucking rooftop Korean, except he's not Korean. But, <laughs> no, he's very he's very honorary angry. rooftop Korean. That's either way. They, I don't know how. Like, I don't roof, know what rooftop Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> rooftop anarchist. There um, we go. There we go. Uh, so that's what um that's good. That's good. They can't remember the whole thing when everybody was gonna storm uh 
what was it area 51 like they can't they can't stop us all well here's one thing when it comes to area 51 no they can't stop you all because they'll kill you all they, they did no, okay. <laughs> nothing happened but in this case this is one of those times i feel that that sort of mentality is applicable yeah. keep your business open they right. can't fucking shut you all down yeah, right. and the cops don't i mean there, that's there's no revenue in this yet because it's all going to get challenged in the fucking courts. And I know that that's far away, but eventually they're right. If we're going to play this game, just like our, our listener wrote to us, my constitution, right. it's true. These, right. this, these are uh, royal decrees. I've been saying that from the beginning of war communism. Right. These are Pretty royal decrees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to fuck your wife on the first night of your marriage. Yeah. I mean, right. that's next. I don't know if Mike DeWine can get it up or not. I mean, he looks so soft. You know what I mean? He just he's like, he's like, like a, shit. you know he, what I mean? He's like, he's like a, he's like a California raisin. Except, <laughs> you know? uh, dun, 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 dun. Anybody remember that incredibly racist? Oh, cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember that on Saturday morning cartoons, that goddamn song would pop up. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's great. I, I love it. I applaud the defiance. Hell, right, that's right. Like I like that. Like, like even if uh, you know, like you said, if there's still you know crying my constitution, the, the spirit of defiance is there, and I appreciate that nonetheless. So, yeah. Uh, like yeah. I said, we usually don't name things specifically, but I figure because they're they're doing that, and they already posted it on Facebook, so it's, they're putting themselves <laughs> on blast, anyways. So it's not like I'm putting anybody on blast, but you know. If we could get, um, them, I, I thought that was cool. You know, like oh, I, said, I think it's marvelous, dude. We yeah. should get them fucking make them dress up as fucking Spartans. Be like, guys, you got to put the right. armor on now. Now this you have to hold the spear. Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> this is beat down. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. And the cops are just standing there like, this what the fuck is happening? Baba Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, of the disgusting chicken. Right. Oh yeah, oh, I don't, dude. Okay, so let's get into that real quick. Real quick, this needs to be addressed. For those of you who don't, who are not from this particular portion of uh, the uh, the Ohio Soviet, which is northeastern Ohio, there's two. There's there's a couple times that you're like, what we mean fried chicken? How how could different could fried chicken be? Well, let me tell you how different it can be. <laughs> <clears throat> there's a couple of establishment. One's called Belgrade Gardens. Belgrade is in the former Yugoslavia, okay, uh, which isn't a country anymore. Uh, and the other one is White House. And then there's another one called Hoppakin Gardens. Okay. Barberton Chicken. You know when you go to the Colonel and you dig into that beautiful wax paper bucket of uh, fried chicken and it's crispy and, and greasy. You do the extra crispy, which in my house is the standard. Right, nah, I mean, right. No, that's the that's the default. The extra that's the default. Uh, agreed. You go to Barberton and get this chicken. First of all, it, the the skin isn't crunchy; it's soft and it's kind of rubbery. Ugh. Then they literally, you know how when you go to the Colonel's place, you get a big, nice container of freshly baked biscuits that you put butter and mm -hmm. honey on there, and it's just oh so good. Excuse me, Barberton gives you hot rice. Okay. Yeah, hot rice. Spicy rice. I, we call it the hot rice. And you know what? It's hot on the way out, too, by the way. I'll, I'll let you know that. And instead of getting a delicious biscuit, like the colonel does, the right way, <laughs> you literally get a piece of white bread from the fucking Schwabel's bag. I'll get, the literally fuck, throw, get the fuck out of here. I'm not joking. up eating this shit, man. Oh See, he fucking knows. 
dude, I can't handle that shit. Garbage chicken. Out of here, bro, dude. listen, they had they used to have this place called Millich's Chicken Dinners. Yeah. Yes. They, do you remember, dude? People would fucking line up outside for this shit. I was there. Oh, I mean, God. because my parents took me, but no, I was no, no, there. No. <laughs> I'll wait in line for an hour in the drive through of the Colonel Sanders Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise <laughs> any day of the week. But that shit ain't happening with fucking barbed and chicken. You can go fuck yourself with that barbed and chicken. Can you or can you please attest? Is Millich is not a thing anymore? Uh, no, they I've closed. never even had any of that. Chicken. It's literally like it's literally the, the white bread. You are speaking to me on like some. Yeah, you have yeah. access to my memories right now. And I don't know how you're doing it, no. but no, like they literally and they bring wow. out like these pads of butter. The end of it. Wow. Uh, indivi- <laughs> <laughs> the individual wrapped like pads of butter that were like still what? frozen. So we'd like fucking stick them up under our arms and fucking try. Like melt so he puts some armpit butter, baby. I, I mean, mean, like yeah. not under the shirt, but like you know, uh-huh. you gotta yeah. get that. You gotta get like, that. It's, it's matted in my armpit hair. Yeah, yeah. 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 it, just, it like, would cut yeah. a fucking hole in that bread. Yeah. Right, as I was gonna say, yeah. you fucking rip it the bread to shreds. Yeah. Try to spread the butter. Yeah. Uh, no, I I remember the first time That's I the ate fucking it. worse, by the way. What? When you got a piece of bread and you're trying to spread the butter on it, and it it just doesn't work because it's like the butter is too hard and it ruins everything like that's the worst type of bread spread. that's where margarine started really to win angry. yeah no i, I really believe no, that vegetable oil cool. people started to win that war because they were like hey look ours are spreadable you know and oh, people yeah, like my parents who are fucking like, uh like my margarine. father's from the depression era he was like no that mother the butter cannot be kept outside of the refrigerator butter what? and bread in the refrigerator and it's like you toast the bread and you're like oh it's gonna be great and have some toast and you take that and you have to like put all your weight you know, in the fucking knife to cut off that little bit of butter. Yeah, to get out of fucking sawzall to get a fucking chunk of butter. Right. Dude, yeah, yeah, it's sawzall. That was great. Fucking put that on there. A- Ash like, with the fucking chainsaw hand going all evil dead on that fucking dead <laughs> fucking frozen butter. It's true, dude. It's that that is a terrible feeling. And now let me tell you something. I don't know how uh, Brian feels about that fucking goddamn fried chicken, but let me tell you, so it is a disgrace. And I will go to war with V Town right now. I will call out the militia. <laughs> Ah, fuck um, them. Their roads will, are shit anyway. They won't be able to drive out here. Oh, let me tell you something. I will fight and die beside Colonel Sanders' Kentucky Fried Chicken. I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Fuck you, Colonel Andy Sanders. Fuck. Oh my God, that man is a fuck. He is a he's he should have a statue built next to the guy who invented air conditioning. That carrier guy. <laughs> Those two people have made my life remarkably better. Nice cold air in the summer and fried fucking chicken the goddamn right way. Thank you very much. Right. I'm sorry we got off topic here, but I got a little. That's all right, because I mean, fucking Barberton's weird. It's a strange, it's an estuary of like you have Akron's kind of industrial, uh, you know, culture creeping in from the West. And then you have straight up fucking Hilljack, like, you know, two fucking toes dipped into Wayne County water on that other side of the line. Hell yeah, brother. My people. Wow. I love it. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a shit show. My apologies to the it, No, it's all right, man. No, I'm loving it. This is great. I'm having, yeah, I'm having good. a good time, man. Um, like, we went from a serious subject to fuck that fried chicken, man. Like, your chicken. Both your chicken equally dis- important. Separate, yeah, your chicken is disgusting. I'm not having it. Like, don't ever bring that to me at my house. Like, don't ever. Well, I mean, like, so, like, first and foremost, like, like hot rice or spicy rice, you know, 
could be good with the right meal, but right, fried yeah. chicken. Like when I think fried chicken, I think of like Southern comfort food. Okay. So like when I want fried chicken, like I want like mashed potatoes and gravy and I mm. want like macaroni and cheese. Mm. I want that buttery biscuit. The mm. only good substitute for the biscuit would be cornbread. Agreed. Agreed. God, not, not, not white bread. Not, not fucking Schwabels out the goddamn I'm not fucking bag. That, like, you can fucking you kiss my asshole with your tongue out. Like, <laughs> no. The only proper substitute for a good biscuit would be cornbread. I don't but, like that's what I think of. Like fried chicken's like a you know it's like a southern like down home mm-hmm. country like food. Like, yeah, like fucking like comfort food and yeah, like I don't think of like. Like rice and white bread. Fuck you. Like what cousin <laughs> fucker came up with that idea? You know? Somebody from Barberton. Like my 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 uncle daddy likes hot rice and Schwabel's <laughs> white bread with his with his fucking limp fucking fried chicken. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Daddy. Oh yeah. gross. Gross on all accounts. I'm I'm more bothered by the fried chicken than I am the cousin fucking. I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> like that one that I mean, that one isn't openly displayed that fucking that, that fucking barbed and fried chicken. And we had uh, Brian, uh, Brian, Bigfoot Brian on here on the show before. And his brother married into a Barber Tucky and family. And they all go ape shit for the barbed and fried chicken. And it has been agreed by everybody that it is an absolute disgrace. Okay. It's a dishonor. And when after the revolution takes place, um, I'm putting barbed and chicken to the fucking sword. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like it will not be allowed in this commune for crimes uh, against Sorry. humanity. You become uh, the you very are thing you to are I know. Embarrassment to the establishment of fried chicken. Please. Yeah. You're you know what? You can make your own fried chicken, but you ain't bringing that shit to my fucking. No, I don't want my people getting sick on that garbage. Right. Are you kidding me? You know, you white bread out of the bag. Here, let's soak up the what? I mean, come on, man. There's not you can't even mop anything up with that goddamn thing. And like Brian's saying, the, the, the pad of butter that they had in the freezer since before the Korean War, you know what I mean? And they're like, here you go, put it on there. What am I supposed to do with this? The bread's not even toasted. You have to wait a week for the fucking defrost, for Christ's sake. Oh, Armpit man. Butter. Armpit. <laughs> Armpit. It works. <laughs> I love this shit. Like that, I, the, the mental image. See, I find, like, that, I find that under my ball sack is a little warmer. And you get cheese with it. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's like compound Thanks. butter, you know? Thanks. It's compound oh. it's compound grundle butter. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara and Chicken, for bringing all these wonderful images. <laughs> right? Oh, Why, you know, if you didn't I like the idea... I have thought about that shit in 10 years at least. If you didn't or like the idea it. of compound grundle butter, you could blame Barbara and fucking Chicken for this conversation. And we are blaming it. Um, <laughs> what else do we have to talk about on this fucking uh, train yeah, back, of a podcast? Back to a serious note. <laughs> You guys want to hear about the restrictions they have in communist Washington state? You guys want to hear about that? Yeah, let's sure. hear about it. That, okay. that way, I, like that way, I can go from being happy and laughing back to pissed off. But welcome back to reality, <laughs> right? Well, Snap there goes gravity. Disappointing. Mom's yeah. spaghetti, right? Spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> All right, so here we go. COVID nineteen guidance from communist uh, Washington. Guidance. Restriction huh? modifications for all counties effective midnight November sixteenth, unless unless otherwise noted. If the activity is not listed, it should not it should follow its current guidance. All K through twelve higher education, healthcare, and child care are exempt from the new restrictions and will follow current guidelines. 
these restrictions do not apply to courts and judicial branch related proceedings. Of course not. Why would it? I mean, the rules for these, but not for me. Number one, indoor social gatherings. Okay, now this doesn't have to deal with dining room. This is your social gathering. With people from outside your household are prohibited unless they A, quarantine for 14 days prior to the social gathering or B, quarantine for seven days prior to the social gathering and receive a negative COVID-19 test result no more than 48 hours prior to the gathering. A household is defined as individuals residing in the same domicile. All right. Number two, outdoor social gatherings shall be outdoor, out of the doors. So outside, outside in the yeah. elements, in the fucking rain, here in the snow, shall be limited to five people from outside of your household. Number three, restaurants and bars are closed for dine-in service. Outdoor dining and to-go service are permitted, provided that all outdoor dining must comply with the requirements of outdoor guiding, outdoor dining guidance. Excuse me. Table size for outdoor dining is limited to a maximum of five people. These modified restaurant and bar restrictions go into effect at 12.01 a.m. Wednesday, November 18, 2020. Physical, uh, physical fitness, you know, whatever, uh, uh, facilities and gyms are closed for indoor operations. Outdoor, see, some people laugh and others need an explanation. That's Carl from Aquatine Hunger Force. Anyway, um, are closed for indoor operations. So Brian's I want my starting, name to be Spaghetti. <laughs> yes yeah. you do what and you banana. like to do i do what i like to do <laughs> outdoor fitness classes are permitted but are subject to and limited by outdoor social gathering restrictions listed above it's fucking Bowl- winter like- bowling centers <laughs> bowling centers you know the real working class sport of bowling that i absolutely adore with all my oh, heart yeah bowling, bowling. Fuck it, dude you know Amer- american that's fucking american guess what those are closed period you know because outdoor bowling is just simply called what fucking- bocce ball Bocce, yeah, the, the Italian game. Uh, miscellaneous venues, all retail activities and business meetings are prohibited. Only professional training and testing that cannot be performed remotely, as well as all court and judicial branch related proceedings, are allowed. Occupancy in each meeting room is limited to 25% of indoor occupancy limits or 100 people, whichever is fewer. Miscellaneous venues in- include convention and conference centers, designated meetings, spaces, and a hotel. Event center, fairgrounds, sporting events, nonprofit establishment, or substantially similar venue. Movie theaters are closed for indoor service. Drive in movie theaters are permitted and must continue to follow current drive in movie theater guidance. Number eight, museums, zoos, and aquariums are closed for indoor service. Number nine, real estate open houses are prohibited. So fuck yourself. If you want to buy something, you better buy it from the outside. Be like, bitch, it better be look good on the outside. Number 10, Weddings and funerals. Ceremonies are limited to a total of no more than 30 people. Indoor receptions, wakes, or similar gatherings in conjunction with such ceremonies are prohibited. You can burn down a city. You can burn down a fucking city. But if somebody dies or there's a, or there's a wedding in your, in your family, fuck you. Fuck you. You're not going to gather. How do you like that? This is a land of the free. Number 11, in-store retail should be limited to 25% of indoor occupancy limits and common concrete seating mm. areas. Indoor dining facilities such as food courts are closed. Religious services, this is included in your First Amendment, by the way, you fucks. Okay? Your First Amendment. Religious yeah, services. Constitution. constitution. My constitution. Uh, religious services are limited to 25% of indoor occupancy limits or no more than 200 people, whichever is fewer. Congregation members and attendees must wear a facial covering at all times, and congregation singing is prohibited. No choir, band, or ensemble shall perform. No singing. That's really hard for uh, folks that are Jewish and Orthodox people because they sing psalms in their services. Mm-hmm. So, okay, great. 
So you're taking away their right to communicate with whatever they believe is up there. Vocal or instrument soloists are permitted to perform and vocal soloists must have a single accompanist. Outdoor service must follow the outdoor dining. Outdoor services must follow the outdoor dining guidance found here applicable to the structure or facility and so on and so forth. Uh, They have long-term care facility requirements. Uh, I just, I'm, I don't know about you, use guys, but I'm not religious. I don't believe in anything, but if I was, I would be very, very upset. In fact, I'm upset for those people because I know that's a huge part of a lot of people's lives. They really, really depend on that. And now more than ever now, now more than ever. Right. And you're going to tell them, that if they're protesting something, which, you know, is also a First Amendment protected right, uh, rioting isn't if we're going to play that game because destruction of private property is, is not allowed. But to address the, uh, or, you know, to address the government, your, your, the grievances you have against it is protected. Your right to gather to worship the sky wizard of your choice is absolutely protected. <laughs> Guy wizard. but you're gonna let them talk to you like that like that's yeah the, the part that bothers me is that we allow this shit to go on and you know i know that we don't have like nobody here has any skin in that game we don't give a fuck about that because none of us attend these services but they know best and it's for the greater good fuck right. them all. trust the science trust the science <laughs> trust <Right>. the science <laughs> i don't know only my science though yeah i don't know how people are only doing the scientists that we've paid off only, only the government funded scientists right <laughs> right like, um so yeah, that concludes our uh, our review of uh, the communist state of uh, Washington and their communist governor. Uh, shout out to our listeners out there. We got a few of you, as, uh, especially the one who wrote we appreciate it. you guys. Thanks a lot, man, and good luck to you guys. I I'd, mo- I'd move to fucking Idaho. I'm is, sorry. Is, right. is uh, the the Chaz still going on out there? No, that's like... done. Dude, that ended a long time ago. Yeah, that's they let that they let that go on for what a few weeks to a month maybe, and then like. Oh, like within a matter of minutes, the cops all moved in and shut it down. I'm convinced that's still them being like, see, you do need us. Like, you will never right. make yeah, it on your own. Yeah, this shit was a psyop. We need soy meats and men's <laughs> pants. <laughs> that was so Give fun. us vegan soy meats and within men's pants. Within a day, let's grow a garden on top of cardboard. <laughs> right. Yo, they did it in the fucking Martian, all right? <laughs> yeah yeah they sure did that book bo- like, like maybe if somebody would have just been like hey maybe if we poop on it some will grow <laughs> oh my god just you- like matt damon <laughs> <laughs> the book was good i didn't see the movie but the book was i good. saw the it's movie solid. yeah the movie wasn't bad the movie right. wasn't bad. I haven't read the book, but the movie wasn't bad. I mean, right, like, it's I don't, like three I, hours. It's a I don't mind Matt Damon. I just, I always, I'll never Matt forget that. From fucking, right? I'll never forget that from Team America, where like they got the Matt Damon puppet, and that's all they had him say is Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the story behind that was actually pretty damn funny, though, because I guess they like they got the Matt Damon puppet. And it was like when they saw it, they're like, oh, my God, he looks like a retard. But it was too late to get a new one. So oh, well. they decided to do that with him. Oh, well, tough shit. <laughs> Got to roll with it, baby. Let's go. Matt um, Angel, you had said something about um, uh, Comrade Trump on his way out is fucking things up, which is a massive surprise to the rest of us. What is this in relation to? Um so apparently the Trump administration is under investigation for trying to 
circumvent the CDC from releasing um, what they deem factual information in regards to the, uh, the coronavirus, like basically essentially stopping them from saying everything that they wanted to say. So they were like editing, you know, what they should say or what they shouldn't say. So um, the big headlines are, we want them infected. Trump appointee demanded herd immunity. Strategy email, emails reveal, reveal. Then HHH science advisor Paul Alexander called for millions of Americans to be infected as a means of uh, fighting COVID-19. Hmm. So um, apparently there's some quotes that people have a problem with what he said. Mm -hmm. um, he says, there is no other way. We need to establish herd, and it only comes about allowing the non-risk groups expose themselves to the virus, period. Then a science, the, the then science advisor, Paul Alexander, wrote on July 4th to his boss, Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs, Michael Caputo. So, and he goes on to say, infants, kids, teens, young people, young adults, middle-aged with no conditions, etc., have zero to little risk. So we use them to develop herd. We want them infected. And it may be best if we open up and flood the zone and let the kids and young folk get infected in order to get a natural immunity, natural exposure. So everybody's all up in arms over what he said. Um, but what, about, what is it that he said that's wrong, though? Because uh, he wanted everybody to get infected and it's, they would overrun the hospitals and right. you know here all the we shit go, that here we go with that scenario again yeah. oh we don't we'll overrun the 15 hospitals. more days guys right? <laughs> right and then it was just dude, I don't still... know, i'm sure you guys probably saw it on twitter but once oh, again we no. had fucking like medics and doctors making tiktok videos with choreographed dances outside of hospitals to like try and encourage like the black community to get the fucking covid vaccine it's like so it's here we are again with the same argument like oh we don't want to overrun the hospitals guys and then but it happened anyway fucking, like oh and, shit. And, here, and here we are with fucking doctors and fucking nurses and medics making choreographed dance videos <laughs> like on tiktok like like you guys must be super busy like i understand that in certain parts of the country like hospitals did get crowded like in large cities naturally Right. But that's like, like once again, it was just like at the beginning of this whole fucking fiasco. Like rural New, areas are catching New, up now. New York was not the rest of the country. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And here's the thing about herd immunity that a lot of people don't understand. And I remember researching this when we were talking about the Spanish influenza that killed, I think it was between sixty and seventy million people, which is you know a lot. A shit ton. Uh, <laughs> in order to achieve herd immunity the estimate is between 70 and 90% of the population has to have immunity to a virus. I don't know how you're going to achieve that without a lot of people dying. And I'm not saying I'm not one way or the other, you know, well, and that, I think that that was part of the problem was, you know, they, they had said like 2 million people would die as a result. If there was like herd immunity, if that's how we decided to combat the coronavirus, which is why, you know, I guess they didn't like fully tout that, but they were kind of touting it a little bit like, mm -hmm. hey, we need like everybody eventually is going to get this virus if they haven't already had it. Like it's just going to happen, just like the flu. Everybody gets the flu. Everybody gets the common cold. Like eventually there is going to be 
a herd immunity of some sort, but then the virus mutates and changes to a different strain. And then, so like your body has to like re, you know, fight it off and like all that other shit that goes along with germs, et cetera. How long do you want it to take? I mean, yeah. Like, and that's essentially, I think what they were getting at and what they were debating was whether or not if you could do it with 25% of the population versus like 75% of the population. And this Alexander was like, lock granny down, lock all the people that, you know, would potentially die Mm -hmm. or have like a severe reaction to the virus, like if they were to contract it. Mm. And, you know, I think, I mean, even though he said those things, I think people are like, oh, but you wanted to overrun the healthcare systems if you do it that way. And this is all political and you know, just because I guess he was, they're basically accusing him of restricting what the CDC had to say about the coronavirus in order for Trump to get reelected um, hmm. and suppressing information in regards to like minority communities being more uh, get, contracting the virus, you know, and how it's a problem in those populations. And so like, they were trying to sort of suppress that information, I, I guess, is what this report is referring to. But I haven't really dug into it too deeply. But that's what I found out so far. Uh, well, I mean, I find that to be interesting. But at the same time, I in order, first of all, the I don't know if you got I'm so tired of talking about this goddamn virus. I don't know about you guys, but whatever. What we're here, it's right. something we deal with every day anyway. We're here. I remember when uh, when this all fucking went down. I mean, people literally thought they were going to be walking over the dead. Like, there'd be just dead people stacked up. Well, yeah, street, because you know they mean? were saying at the beginning of this, they were like, oh, best case scenario is two and a half million Americans are going to die. Right. You know, like, they were predicting that from the get-go, like, saying, like, that that many people were going to die. And, like, we haven't come anywhere near two and a half million people dead yet. No, thank goodness, and I'm, I'm very yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Thank goodness, but like, uh, just like I'm just I'm so fucking tired of talking about this. Like, I really, really am. It's it really is. I mean, like we're like what nine going on ten months into this shit, and it's just like yep. I'm so fucking tired of talking about it. I'm so it's fucking like exactly tired of nine talking right about now. it. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say we're we're getting up there. Like we're approaching that one year mark. And they're yep. about to they're about to rush this vaccine out the market, and and they're telling people like, oh, you're still gonna have to social distance and wear your mask even if you take the vaccine. Then what's the fucking yep. point of the goddamn vaccine? There is none. There is none. There is none. There is none. Tell people about that. That's ridiculous. Like I, you know, and that's you know, they they just won't let it go. They just too much control and too much power has been has been consolidated during this whole goddamn mess. And they're not going to let it go. It just—it's not going to happen. Now, here's a shifting gears a little bit. Um, Moderna's going to get theirs right. They're—they're going to get reviewed by the FDA or whatever the fuck it is, and they're going to get their vaccine, I guess, approved, and then they're going to add it to the distribution list and all this other stuff. That's great. Okay, that's fine. Well, Joe, the hero of the working class, Biden, the (laughs) future president of this country. Said that he already got a 60% approval rating for everything he's doing, by the way. That's crazy. Everything he's done so far. Which is absolutely fuck all nothing. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> he, he's got a 60% approval rating for installing a shit ton of people from the military industrial complex into his cabinet. Raytheon, baby! Right? The What's people, up? The people love it, man. War, war, war. Let's beat that war drum. <laughs> hey, it's going to be blue now. <laughs> What's right? up? Yeah. It's my team in there, so it's cool again. <laughs> That's Let's right. Be quiet now, guys. Pulling the lever switches the trolley from red to blue. <laughs> it's just fucking <laughs> running over everybody. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I don't know, man. Like uh, he uh, he wants to do a uh, a national mass mandate, which is clearly again once again my constitution is a violation of ninth and tenth amendment because there is no executive authority that he has not that that it matters to an imperial presidency like that it does doesn't matter like you will do whatever he wants it's just it's just going to happen but the question is it's like when like i asked this like i asked i think we talked about it on here before and i asked this of my coworkers who were masketarians like heavy masketarians uh and it's like well when are you going to stop wearing it well when i feel comfortable i'm like you're gonna wear it during flu season i don't remember you wearing it during flu season well, it's when I feel comfortable. I'm like, you're never going to feel comfortable. You're never going to feel comfortable. They took that from you. <laughs> yes, they did. But seriously, I want to see, like, I really think they want us to be like the Chinese folk, which, you know, they wear theirs because the fucking air purity is so terrible because, you know, they're spewing garbage right into the atmosphere where they live. You know, the air is, is bad. There's also a billion of them. They're in highly densely populated areas. I get it. Okay. I understand why they would wear them over there. All right. That's fine. But at the same time, convince like you're already in open rebellion for a lot of different areas of this of this country that are like, man, we don't want to fucking do this. And they're pissed because what is it? Oh, lockdown fatigue is something that has been catching up, you know, like, you know, it's becoming a more popular theme where people are becoming even more defiant because they're sick of it. Well, mm-hmm. the thing is, the long we talked about this before, the longer this goes on, the more normal it gets. And the greater chance there is that it's just going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I the memory able, hole, man. Yeah, really. Well, down, it's just like hole. they keep calling it like the new normal, and it's not going to be the new normal for us, but for the upcoming generation, this will be their normal. It is. And that's 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 what's the scary part. Like that's like hundred percent. Yeah, you, you got to catch I mean? the generation that's going into school right now because right. they're eventually they're going to be. And you got to think it's almost it's like dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like you got to think that we as humans, like all of our communication isn't just through, you know, our talk, you know, through the way we talk, like there's body language, there's facial expression. There's yep. so many different ways that you can pick up on what somebody's saying and doing. And it isn't just what they're saying. Like you can see it in their eyes, their 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 mouth, you know, their the, the whole shebang, you know, and it's just like you're 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 taking that away. And it's just like and some people. I had to say some people probably love it, (laughs) you know, like hiding behind that mask all day. And it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of people that I think are just absolutely fucking thrilled by it. And and I'm just so fucking I'm tired of it. Yeah, we are. all We're very sick of it. Tired of living the reality of it. Tired of fucking wearing masks. Tired of fucking. I'm just so. So every once in a while, because I don't like. I forget that we're supposed to wear a mask when we go into places <laughs> right, and right. like I just don't wear mine like outside or in my car or like you know we at my job we have our own offices and I've been we I've been working with the same people since all of this shit started like and we had to go in because we're essential etc cetera, etc cetera, blah 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 so like you know yeah I do do I wash my hands a little bit extra more I, absolutely 
Like I do. Like mm-hmm. I, I want every time I touch something that I think somebody else, you know, has touched even like a coworker of mine, like the coffee pot or whatever, mm-hmm. like I, I'm washing my hands. So whereas like before I really didn't like do that. Like I would just pour the coffee and move on with my day. But now I pour the coffee, I wash my hands you know, cause somebody else might've touched it. So like that, those are the things that I have been doing differently. So maybe that's helping me not contract a virus or whatever, but like, I forget sometimes that, you know, cause we're not wearing masks inside the office. Cause we're all, we all have our own offices. We're social distancing. There's no need for it. Right. So like, I forget sometimes that I have to wear masks in other places because like I haven't been going to the grocery store and like I've been limiting like my interactions that way. So like every once in a while, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. I got to put my mask on. I get up to the door and I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) Every time. So yeah, I I, same thing with me last night. I went to buy a lottery tickets because I'm a poor person. So the lottery (laughs) is very important to me. And uh, I went and I got the Powerball and the Mega Millions and I was walking into the store. I'm like, God fucking damn it. Cause then I was reminded just briefly, like for a minute, I, I, my brain floated back to 2019 in America, which wasn't the standard of freedom that I would like to consider to be the pinnacle of American freedom, but it certainly was my relative better. Yeah. All relative. And I'm like, God damn it. I forgot the fucking mask. So I had to get it. But anyway, um, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, I, I like Christopher agree that people enjoy having the maxi pad on their face all day long. Right. Um, I work, I work with this dude who is a graphic designer who uh, is a huge, incredible Hulk fan, you know, the incredible Hulk. And I remember he had this, uh, I was at work and I logged into Facebook and I saw that he changed his avatar. Cause he's one of these folks that has their a comic book avatar mm-hmm. and he has the Hulk on there being all mad. And I fucking commented. I'm like, you better put a fucking mask on him. He did. He changed the uh... avatar to have a mask on it. I'm like, bitch use a bitch you know right (laughs) right sorry that's just i they wear the mask everywhere like everywhere they like dude that was like the other day i was uh coming home from work and like i was i I gave a a co-worker a ride home so i took like a slightly slightly different route than what i would usually take Mm -hmm. and uh i saw this dude walking alone on the sidewalk outside nobody Nobody around, not a single fucking soul anywhere else in sight. And this asshole had a mask on. Of course. <laughs> he, he probably just like left it on, forgot that he had it on. Sometimes I forget. Like, I can't forget that I have it on because it makes my face sweat. It makes my face itch. What's with your beard? Dude? I'm like, I'm fucking fat and I already fucking breathe heavy <laughs> as it is, yeah. you know? And then you want to fucking ball gag me too. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> with your encore <laughs> right <laughs> oh man that's fun i'm sorry but that was good and then like the people that are like driving around in their car like with a oh, fucking mask yeah. on like by yourself like yeah. jesus yeah, tap dancing christ on a fucking <laughs> cracker man like what is wrong with oh, you people it's so good dude you got to start telling people be like hey did you hear that the new strain of rona goes at specifically after your eyes and then you yourself put a mask on your eyeballs that way you have a mask on your on your mouth and covering your eyeball right, right. and just start fucking running into shit and be like, oh my god, it's a Rona. And then you, you like you hit a pole at work, oh it's a Rona. Oh no, no, it's just a pole. You know what I mean? Like seriously, fuck with people and watch them. Like I saw somebody, I don't know if it's Barstool that posted it, and thank goodness for some of these satire sites that are just keeping us alive with their humor. And it's right. dark, but it's great. I saw some fucker had masks on the vents of the car. 
Yeah, I saw that. Dude. Oh my, I saw that, that was that was face melting Indiana Jones <laughs> moment for me, man. Right, I was just like, eh, and just my <laughs> eyeballs are exploding, my face is melting. I'm like I want to pull the car over and fucking beat him with a hose. I, I can't take been, it, man. I haven't been to the store since I last uh, talked to you guys about me going to the store, which was before Thanksgiving. That's the last time I've gone physically inside the store. So, like, when I say that I don't go to places, I really mean it. Like, I try to stock up on as much stuff as I can. Mm -hmm. And then, like, anything else, I order it, like, off Amazon or someplace like that to have it delivered. Mm -hmm. So, I try to limit my interactions. But when I did go inside the store prior to Thanksgiving, there was a woman who was wearing a face shield. And, like, I instantly thought of Jay... Because he gets so mad at the face shields. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask her if it's easier for her, mm -hmm. you know, like, or does she feel ridiculous with it on? So I did have a conversation with her yeah. and she said she likes it much better that, um, you know, it, it it's proven to help, you know, block things in, in or out or whatever. But like, you got this whole gap down here, but maybe like. Yeah, the Rona stops there. It doesn't I, go I don't there. know how yeah. it works. Like, it's like welding whoa. sparks. Whoa. She's got a face shield. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Pump the brakes. Let's go somewhere else, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, I like it much better. I can breathe. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, maybe I might consider getting one while I'm wearing my cloth mask. And like, like Chris is saying, like breathing and it's getting fucking sucked into my face and like my nostril and my mouth and i'm like oh i hate this you know and like the whole right. time like I, I hate it but yeah no i asked somebody like listen, just a random person listen very carefully what i'm going to tell you i understand that you're the comrade commissar showrunner and you can report us to the party bureau and get us in a lot of trouble but there will be you, i will not permit i will i will <laughs> you are not permitted no no to i'm be not on, gonna, that on this show with a fucking face i'm not shield. gonna get one <laughs> I, not. I, I, I was waiting I was being, the adverse I was reaction polite. i was being polite and saying to her oh well maybe i might consider getting one like i obviously i wouldn't get one i can't have something like that like my glasses bother me enough like oh. i don't i don't need a fucking face shield i hate like, that thing you might as well get a fucking full respirator mask at that point yeah really no you gotta get you gotta get the fuck yeah exactly like you're a painter or a fucking professional yeah. I was just saying, could you imagine fucking walking around the grocery store in a fucking full-on hazmat suit dude Bro. i want to no. i want, I want to, to get like an astronaut suit and just fucking yeah. Dude, we're wow. all fucking Star Wars fans. I don't know why we're not wearing fucking Darth Vader and Stormtrooper shit when we, we go to the store. Be. We're like, That'd dude, it's fun. a fucking helmet. I, it filters out the. T it doesn't filter out toxins though. Finn right. told us that. You I'm know gonna, what I mean? I'm gonna yeah. wear the. I want to wear an Optimus Prime one where it changes my voice and I'll just be like, that's fucking. That's good. Prime. Yeah. Right. yeah, that yeah. would be good. Autobots yeah. roll out. Yes, yes, that would be great. Um. I, that face shield makes me very upset. I don't even want to talk about it anymore, but I'm just saying anybody who wears a face shield on the show, who's a part of the show, you're fired. That's it. I'm not putting <laughs> I'm fired. I'm wow. I know Angel's in charge, but I, I will do. It'll be a hostile, a hostile act. I'm sorry. You have right. To we'll invoke the union. <laughs> I'll, I'll get Aaron on the phone. Eight right. I get that. union. Right. Burn this we'll, we'll, we'll call our local union rep. A.A. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> The arsonist. That's funny. Um, Come fucking burn the studio down and spray excrement all over the walls. <laughs> right. Yeah. That looks Send like a goddamn mouth. message. <laughs> you see that where he said it looks like Mao Zedong? <laughs> yeah. I love that man. Well, um, if you join our Patreon, you can hear all about how Jay hates 
the uh, stupid fucking face shields and how it just made him snap after decades of bullshit. <laughs> You're goddamn so right. <laughs> if you are interested in that, that is a B side. That so, is a B side. So you know, check out that on the Patreon. Two dollars. We've month. got fucking hours and hours of extra yep. content that we've pumped out. So. Yeah. And it's only two bucks a month. It's, it's only two bucks. It's uh, it. it's the two bucks. And your, maybe uh, in the future we'll consider a used guys pod butt plug as a bonus for signing up. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down real quick. Uh, how do you spell that? Like used guys butt plug. <laughs> oh man, right. I would sell that on our Teespring site. I don't know if they make them, but we can work it out. <laughs> All right? Can you um, imagine like so? Get them with our faces guys... on them, like. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to get with marketing on that one. I'm not 100 percent sure about that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'll, ha- I'll happily put my face right, on like on the part. on the part that like sticks out. It's just like a face, like Steve-O when he's like, oh, okay, yeah. So oh, it's like, like the yeah. Ass, yeah, yeah. Not the so part like, that goes in the ass. I mean, if oh, you want it, you I can put. Me, like, I was gonna say you can put all of your guys's face on the outside part, like, and then you can put my face on the part that goes in the butt. In the, in the butt. <laughs> I, like I have no funny. qualms with that. You know, that's great. I love. I mean, if you want this face in your asshole, just let us know. <laughs> if the market demands it, if the market demands it, we will make a used the guy's market, pod butt plug. The we'll make what it. it wants. Right? Uh, yeah. I'm right. It does. Right. Yeah. right? Info if the market demands <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just email us if that's what you want. Yeah. If the market demands it, we'll make a butt plug. <laughs> yep. Not a problem. I, I, I had know, a question it. for you guys. It's very unrelated. Okay. But I just thought it. of it. So, like, I was. My sleep schedule, trash. But um, I was up at probably like four in the morning on Twitter, and it's just like people talking about the holodomer or holodomer, however you pronounce it. Holodomor. What, what is this? The holo, holodomor. Holodomor? It's the Ukrainian holocaust. Oh, yeah, okay. basically. Um, and it's just like I, I never really blood knew. blood pressure's going up. Really <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> but like I – like one, like in school there were references to like how Stalin killed more people than Hitler whether it be directly, indirectly, whatever. But they never really dove into it at all. And now, all I see on the internet is people debating. It's like, oh, well, the UN says it wasn't an actual genocide. And it's like, all these states are like, oh, it was an actual genocide. But then you have, like, literally, the Ukrainians, they're like, no, this was genocide. Like, this was our people. Like, we know, we kind of, we were there. We know what happened. Like, nobody wants to listen to us. But, um, so I started reading into it more. Mm -hmm. And my basic understanding of it, it was what 1932 to 1933 that time period yeah that was the that, second one the se- oh shit there was one that was in the oh so nice they did it way. twice okay yeah um so basically it was i don't know there's argument even over like what caused the actual famine but it's like the government definitely didn't do anything to make it better for sure right mm. and actively it took everyone's food stores that they already had to redistribute right. them it changed the crops that they were growing, fucked mm-hmm. everything up. Mm-hmm. It was the collective farms where nobody owned any private property and they didn't get what they needed back, obviously, because they were fucking starving to death. Mm-hmm. If you tried to leave, like face the wall or gulag, you try to mm-hmm. steal food, face the wall or gulag, you fucking didn't want to, ah, fuck. <laughs> like you don't want to go along with it basically face the wall or gulag oh people were uh resorting to cannibalism right. face the wall or gulag um so you have all that shit happening and it's like the government's like we're not actively going to help you at all and if you try to make anything better on your own we are going to fuck you 
and it just seems like really familiar with everything like i'm not saying it's the same exact thing at all because people are like oh if you equate anything happening now to the holocaust you're fucking stupid or the holodomore you're fucking stupid because this isn't that exact situation therefore they can't be alike but it's like i've been thinking about it it's like people aren't allowed to open their own private businesses or there's massive penalties for doing so yeah it's not facing the wall or gulag yet but like we'll get there i'm sure um but all these businesses are going under Mm -hmm. and you have like the way i'm thinking about it people are like oh well i mean you should have just listened to the government and done what they said and yeah you can't run your own business but it's like you can go get a job at amazon or walmart or something and it's like these big corporations are now just the collective farms and it's like you can't do shit on your own you got to work on this collective farm also by the way like you lost a fuck ton of money you're Mm -hmm. not making the same amount of money Mm -hmm. everything still costs the same and the government technically has the ability to help out like stimulus checks whatever like it's technically all your own money that they took away from you anyway but they're also not going to give it back not to you they're going to give it to themselves they're going to give it to amazon and they're going to bail yeah exactly they're going to roll it back into these collective farms that are like yeah so exactly so it's just like the parallels are definitely there at least in my opinion and i wanted to know what you guys thought about it and it's like we're debating whether or not well i don't think we us like us use guys are debating whether or not it was genocide because like it 100 percent is it might not have been been them like actively killing every single one of them but it's like if you take away everything that could potentially help and you have the you are in the position your job is to help and you do nothing or like take away make life even harder for them than it already is it's like yeah you're basically the one killing these people absolutely Um, that's so, like the same the same energy as the people that are like, oh well, real communism's never been tried before. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, they were doing it like that was how they were trying to get to it. That, like they they decided the Ukrainians weren't worthy of like real communism, so they're like, yeah, in order to get to real communism, we're gonna like well, sacrifice them. We just gotta murder know. everybody. But um, and yeah, and it was like ethnic Ukrainian people were the only ones really right. suffering. So yeah. it's like you have selection you have like all of this shit happening and it's like they might not have been putting them in the gas chambers like hitler was but that's still definitely you are going out of your way to make things infinitely harder for these people that were already dying and you're not doing anything to help them so that genocide at least in my book whatever but and then you got to look at schultz and neatson though Alexander Schultz and Nietzsche talks about this. And you know what? I know he's a con- he's not that controversial because he's like an internet dad, like Jordan Peterson. Okay. He does an entire uh, seminar, several series long, and they're amazing, amazing fucking um, uh, uh, lecture series on uh, Schultz and Nietzsche is specifically talking about the, uh, the Holodomor, where if you were caught with literally one grain of whatever you're growing, I'm talking about one grain, that was an executable offense. And I know this for a fact, it's, it's not, it's, it's not well hidden. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's out there that Soviet propaganda posters in Odessa and uh, where else? And maybe Sevastopol and uh, Kiev would read, uh, do not eat your children. Yeah. Yeah. No, I read that this morning. And then they had, uh, they had yeah. people in cinema going to like other countries and stuff. And they were like, Oh no, this isn't happening. Or like, blah, blah, blah. Like trying to convert the narrative and like draw attention away. And mm. it's fucking crazy. But, um, fuck, there was something else. 
but no, yeah, now you have all these like academics that are like, oh, that wasn't genocide. The UN says it wasn't genocide, so well, it can't be yeah, genocide. They're the like, yeah, exactly. Like a, a, right. a state run thing voted on it and they're like, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't genocide. Like, and the they United investigated States, themselves and decided it wasn't genocide. Yeah, exactly. And like the it United States genocide. is like, yeah, it wasn't genocide. Um, so then it's like, if you try to say it is, they're like, what facts can you point to that says it wasn't genocide? I have all these state back sources that say it wasn't genocide. Cause it was, uh, Jeremiah was like getting into an argument with somebody mm-hmm. about it. And they were like, point at the facts, show me your sources. And he's like, dude, like it's all over the internet. And it's like, yeah, but like, Mine's from the UN, and it's like I don't care. Like you're literally my like, ass with the UN. Yeah, like right. you are reaffirming all of the points that I'm giving, right. but it's like you can't see these things through outside the lens of a state. So it's like how am I? I'm oh, talking to oh, a wait, wall. Wait, I'm wait, not wait. getting anywhere. Check this out. Do you guys? Do you all watch Chernobyl? The, the yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait. 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 This ties in beautifully. Remember uh, the three point whatever Ronkin, not good, not good, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, because their machine didn't go any higher. It maxed out. Yeah. So wait, the, 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 the communist apologist will tell you, well, Stalin didn't kill 20 million people. That's absolutely bullshit. That's an inflated statistic because uh, the official books that the Soviet Union kept say that it was only a couple of thousand. <laughs> oh, oh, so Stalin's accountant said that that's only a couple of thousand. Oh, well, fuck, stamp, boom. There you go. You guys are full of shit. You know, I mean, what about the, yeah. the thousands upon thousands of files that like somehow got shredded when or, or prior to the collapse of the Soviet Union that oh. they are piecing together that people are painstakingly taking the time to piece shredded pieces of paper together to get the information out there because they were so fucking terrible to people and they killed that that amount of people like these. I mean, you'll never convince somebody like that. You'll Still never not smart enough to burn the papers, though. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, were, you missed out on the uh, – for those of you who, uh, who haven't listened yet and Brian wasn't available to be with us when Keith Preston was on, Keith Preston said something. We talked about this. You'll never get a Nazi telling you that that wasn't real national socialism. Mm-hmm. A Nazi will look at you and say, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what, what, was, what, what was done. And if it and weren't for those meddling kids, we would have yeah. fucking had it. <laughs> and they, and they, they'll look at you and be like, well, fucking do it again. The communist is always in denial. A, a fucking national socialist looks at you and go, yeah, we would have fucking accomplished everything if you wouldn't have gotten in the way. You know what I mean? They never denied the crime of the six million people who were murdered in the camps, not to mention all the homosexuals, gypsies, Roman Catholic dissidents, anybody who, who defied the state, right? Mm-hmm. They, they'll never, ever fucking say, no, yeah. no, no, we didn't do that. That didn't happen. But the communist does. That wasn't real. That wasn't. Can you imagine somebody fucking getting on TV saying, well, that wasn't real national socialism. Well, then what is? <laughs> like, I read his it, book. What are you talking about? But they can never tell you what real national so or, or not national socialism, uh, communism is because they don't know what what they're referring to. Like they they the the answer to that question will never will never be provided because they don't have the answer mm. every single time something like this happens they're like oh well that wasn't real communism well can you provide an example of what is i remember you doing this to somebody head and in yeah. your own fucked up stupid head is the ideal version of communism but what is that they don't have an answer what do you do they to people that say no because people are gonna fucking say no um right if it were so great they wouldn't be but um but they just don't realize how good it is for them. It's the greater good. Like it's all that shit. But 
so my question from there is like all right so we're going through this now and it's like the government's not ever going to be to blame it's always going to be oh we would have been through this already if everybody would have just done what we had fucking said if they would have just closed down their fucking businesses and fucking been evicted from their houses and eaten all the shit that we fed them like like oh we'd be through this by now and everything would be so much better and it's like no it's not the government's fault they couldn't have done anything it's all your fault because you wouldn't listen and it's just like oh my god like i'm so fucking tired of it listen to this so this is uh, i pulled this from state media uh wikipedia who is not known for telling the truth all the time um but here's what this says Early estimates of the death toll by scholars and government officials varied greatly. According to higher estimates, up to 12 million ethnic Ukrainians were said, were said to have perished as a result of the famine. A United Nations joint sta- uh, statement signed by 25 countries in 2003 said, uh, declared excuse me, that 7 to 10 million perished. Research has since narrowed that estimate to be between 3.3 and 7.5. That seems so arbitrary. A million. According to the findings of the Court of Appeal of Kiev in 2010, the demographic losses due to the famine amounted to 10 million with 3.9 million dying directly from famine and a further 6.1 million birth uh, deficits um it's uh i don't know where you get the 3.3 and 7.5 million the problem is is that the ukrainian people will tell you that this did happen and these are the totals uh it was 7 million in one year like i mean like hitler took what six years to kill six million jews in the final solution, it took him six fucking years to get to that number. And the communists are like, I mean, that's rookie shit. That's a rookie fucking right. number, right? You know what I mean? And we're not disparaging those deaths whatsoever. You yeah. know what I mean? But what, how contra, it's not even con- when somebody says they deny the Holocaust and they're like, well, that really didn't happen. At, at most, it's 200,000 died in the camps. Those are, those are Holocaust deniers. That's not what I'm saying. Those are Holocaust deniers. We look at them with derision. We're like, are, are you fucking retarded? Like, we all know what happened. <laughs> we all, we, we filmed it. We got to film it. Wasn't it fucking Eisenhower who said, I want people to tape this shit because someday somebody's going to fucking say it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clairvoyance, man. We, we, we don't have that coming out. That's the best part. That's their best weapon, right? There's no physical documentation of these people other than a few photographs that we have of literally starving children and people dying on the streets of starvation in, in, in the Ukraine, in Ukraine, excuse me. But I, I don't understand. And that's the best part. Like, what does anybody have to gain? You opened up a can of worms to me. I mean, this is practically another no. fucking show because I get that. I, I, I can't. It's all understand. something that's relatively new to me, though, and I wanted. I'm just trying to like. They didn't. I'm surprised you learned about that in fucking high school because they didn't. But they never that. gave it a name. They never gave it a name. They never called it a genocide. And it wasn't even like I don't think it was my teachers. It was like other friends that I had that were like, you know, Stalin killed like way more people, right? And I was like, well, how? And they were like, it was all part of like the five year plans and shit. But they never gave mm-hmm. it a name. Never said where it happened like anything and it was just like something in the back of my brain and i took like ap history like i took world history and all this shit and it's like we never talked about it It was always hitler always the holocaust and then i mean we did uh we talked a little bit about mao but i still had no fucking idea what was going on there we talked about cambodia and the killing fields and it was just like it was weird though because it was like we're gonna spend like a month talking about hitler 
and then we're going to spend like two days cramming all of these other ones into here. And it's like, yeah, they all had little bits and pieces, but they make Hitler look like the main guy that like started the trend or like was the best at it or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me because everything else was like Hitler, fascism, whatever, fascist, terrible. But mm-hmm. then it's like, everything else was all in the name of communism and they'd never outright like be like, they'd be like, yeah, America, red scare, communism. Everyone says it's bad, but like they never Mm. condemn it to the point that they'll condemn fascism, even though it could have, it was just as bad, if not more detrimental for the people. Right. I I agree with you. Well, check out this. So you had a Russian famine of 1921 and 1922. Uh, It uh, killed an estimated 5 million people with peasants resorting to cannibalism. So put those two numbers together in a very short period of time. And that doesn't include, there was a prior, prior to the Holodomor, there was a famine before that. There was like, so you're talking about three famines in less than 20 years that decimated the population. I mean, you know, I I don't know what to say to these people. I think it's a crime that you can say, you can question whether this was genocide, just like, that fucking uh, chink, uh, whatever the fuck his name is from the Young Turks that gets mad when you bring up the Armenian genocide. It's like, yeah, no, bitch, it happened. See, I don't even know a whole lot about that. Like, I never learned about that in school. That No, of course you wouldn't. But the thing is, too, like, we, we speculated this before, and I know Chris and I talked about this even off uh, off the show, is, you know, World War II is uh, going on, and I guess the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So they're going to kiss the ass of Stalin and say, oh, well, you know what? We were on the same team. The we second fighting- the dust settled, though. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, what did Patton say? I mean, we shouldn't stop marching till we reach Moscow because he was like, listen, the guy with the big mustache is just as bad as the guy with the little mustache. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's ter- it's the mustache it's ter- spectrum. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> really. Um we we could do a whole nother show on the uh, the Armenian Holocaust and uh, the uh, Ukrainian Holocaust. They have these poor people. I, th- I think I just, we should. We you know we we should because I don't think we've done enough time enough justice to uh, to the to their memory. So I mean it's I get really upset about that because I I, I just can't I can't understand why it's <clears throat> like how how if as an anarchist there was some sort of anarchist commune that starved six million people I wouldn't be an anarchist. I, I, I would right. be part of your group. I, I would want nothing to do with no. that kind of disgusting no. central plan. Uh, the, 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 so the dude from the, the is it Hassan Piker? Is that is that who you're talking about? The dude. From no, that's that's the guy from Young Turks. Yeah. Is it him? Okay. All right. Go yeah. ahead. I'm almost certain. Okay. No, that's that, that's all. That's all. I, would, I was I was thinking about it because you were like the dude that denies the. I uh, thought Armenian that... Holocaust, and it was like yeah, because it was like fucking your people that were carrying it out like it was yeah. it was your side care of course you're gonna deny it you yeah. fucking piece of shit it's terrible it's terrible i, I and people and people on the left fucking worship that dude yeah because he him. does a bunch of woke shit doesn't he like oh yeah like, fuck, he's, part, he's definitely part of the fucking woke brigade I don't yeah, he definitely know. Is. like what what does that even mean anymore you he's a brocialist. No, but I, I <laughs> brocialist. Like, sometimes my brain hurts, like when I think about how these a manarchist, you know, are like, oh, I'm so woke, but like I, it's okay for like millions of people to die, and you know, for something that I think is good, and you that know, it's got to be pretty good, you know, break some eggs, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, I can't. 
I, I don't know. And I don't know how that makes you woke. I don't know how right. treating people like garbage and like they're less than you makes you a woke person. When did that become something that like society is allowed to happen? You I, know, I agree with you. I, I, I don't understand either. And you know what? The seeds uh, were planted in the mid to late 90s. <laughs> well said. Yeah. And as far as um the famine stuff, if you got I mean, I'm I'm. I can't take a look at them because I get really, really upset. I get really emotional about it. And I have, I have no problem admitting that. Go ahead and type in the pictures of uh, Russian famine of 1921, 22 Don't. in a Google image search. And I want you to fucking see the stacks of bodies and the kids. You know, go ahead and fucking tell me that, you know, that wasn't real communism. Go ahead and tell me that. Go ahead and keep believing the fucking lie because I tell you what, man, you're going to have to fucking step over me as a dead man if you're ever going to fucking try to push that shit on me i i can't i can't deal with it I that's the thing though they did denial. like they don't have a problem stepping over bodies because it's I'm happened gonna... before and we've literally seen pictures of it like that's fine listen we all know <laughs> i i'm not i'm not advocating for violence okay there's no fed posting but I will, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this right fucking now man like i i firmly believe like fascism is like a 0.001 fucking game there's hardly any of them left like it's ridiculous there's hardly any of them left they're they're, they're so marginalized but they, but they, they told me if i'm not antifa i'm a fascist that's yeah, right. everybody yeah, right exactly just like anybody to the right of Karl marx is a uh, a capitalist uh, bourgeois fucking shopkeeper who's oppressing the working class amen it's the same shit <laughs> but I will tell you this right now, man, I don't know how anybody can look at an ideology that's responsible for the deaths of 100 million people based solely on its fucking economic policy. OK, and come and tell us, hey, listen, uh, you know, we, we didn't get it right. No, no, no. Of course you didn't get it right because you can't get it right. You can't not not in those numbers. You can get it right in a commune. You, you absolutely can. You can move to the fucking hills in Vermont and get it right. Absolutely. 150 people. Yeah. A hundred a hundred and fifty people. But when you're talking about a massive amount of people, like I just, I, like I said, if if this was an anarchist thing, like if Nestor Makhno in the Ukrainian Black Army was starving to death people like that, like I, I would not associate with anarchism. Period. I, I, I w it would be morally bankrupt of me to try to defend that. You know what I mean? Just like it's morally morally bankrupt to be able to defend the bombing of Hamburg, Germany during World War II or Dresden or saying, oh, well, those people made a choice like that fucking Austin Peterson said about the, the bombings of Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they could have just lived somewhere else. Right. Like... Pack your shit, asshole. You know, what are you thinking? Fuck you. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, that's all I have for today. I'm fully pissed off. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you. buddy. Thank you very much. Right. I'm, I'm very angry. We experienced now. the full range of emotions on this episode. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I don't good have any. Back. I don't have anything else except for yeah. Great to be back. Thank you. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, a graphic designer friend of mine. His name is Mike Hughes. You can find him on Instagram. Uh, he's an excellent artist. It's MH underscore designs 11. Uh, he follows us on Instagram. He does dioramas. He also is a, uh, he designed a book called, uh, you know, like a, like Tucker's tales. It's for uh, it's like a dog because of all these adventures and stuff like that. He's uh, he helped us with the logo for um, the international podcasters union, local six, 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 and also the coming 
find it. He helped. He worked with me to develop those logos, uh, the designs. Excuse me. Uh, check him out, please. And also a special shout out to a special person that works at Summit Racing in the warehouse. Uh, I'm not going to say your name because I wasn't given permission to do so. But thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody, especially whoever it is in Mississippi that downloaded a shitload of shows. Thanks for fucking listening. I appreciate it. Um, if you need to get us info at useguyspod.com, useguysandthat at gmail.com. Uh, get a hold of us and at useguyspod across all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So from us to you, thank you very much for listening. And uh, don't be afraid to get on that Patreon. It's two bucks a month. It's worth your $2. Trust me. There's Don't sleep on it. Yeah, don't sleep on it. Don't but, sleep uh, on it. I appreciate everybody being uh, with us uh, today. Thank you very much, gentlemen and lady comrade, commissar, showrunner. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, we'll talk to you guys really soon. Okay. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs>